Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. It's that time of year again where you are no doubt setting goals for what is going to happen in the year ahead. And for many of us who are running businesses, often those goals start to become, I'm going to make my first or next hire in my business this year, which is a fantastic goal. I am here for it. I've spoken about this before. But one thing I see to be true so, so often that holds us back from actually taking the step and hiring, especially our first team member or a new team member, is that our business is just too disorganized. We can't even begin to comprehend how to bring somebody in and brief them and delegate tasks to them, give them the information they need. And so what I see happens is one of two things. Either you don't hire when you need to or when you can because it just feels too messy, or two, you do hire And it falls apart really, really quickly because you struggle to delegate work. Maybe you're paying for unused hours. Maybe your team member is just really unhappy or not performing well because they're not actually being briefed appropriately by you. So in this episode today, I wanted to talk about why this is so important for business owners to get right. Why now is a perfect time to draw a line in the sand and make 2024 the year your business backend becomes so organized and some tips to help you get there. So let's dive right in. So we all know that there comes a point in time for almost all of us as business owners, where in order to continue growing, we need to bring support into our team, whether that looks like a social media manager, a virtual assistant, an online business manager, a graphic designer, outsourcing our podcast, whatever the pieces are, we simply do not have enough hours in the day to do all of the things that we want to do in our business and in our lives. And so we make these decisions around, well, how do I want to spend my time? And therefore, how can I be supported to enable that to happen? So obviously I run a virtual assistant agency. We are in these conversations all the time with existing clients and potential new clients around, well, how do I get started or how do I make the most of working with my team? And time and time again, the thing I see to be so, so true true, particularly when it comes to VA relationships that fall apart, is a lot of it has to do with a lack of organization in the business. There are no documented standard operating procedures or SOPs. You're not using a centralized project management platform like Asana. Tasks are briefed in multiple different ways. Maybe sometimes it's a voice note, maybe sometimes it's Asana, sometimes it's via email. 
And then you're wondering why you have this frenetic energy as the business owner, but also why maybe you're not getting the results you want from your team. Things are missed, mistakes are made, or you're just not utilizing what you're paying for in terms of that service. And like I said, almost always it comes down to disorganization. Not always. Sometimes it does have to do with leadership. Sometimes it's just not a great fit team working together, but more often than not, especially if it's your first hire, it's a lack of organization that is holding you back. So this can look like not only really poor communication and a lack of SOPs in your business, it can also look like being really disorganized in your decision-making process, resulting in your team having to rework or do the work over and over again, because you're constantly changing the process or changing the strategy and direction and the things that your team is supporting you with. That degree of disorganization can also be so, so harmful to your team's effectiveness and also your team culture in a small business. You know, we're talking about teams of two, maybe three people. Your team culture is so important and there's nowhere to hide in a micro team if it's not working out. So there's some of the signs to look for in terms of your business. So you're feeling like you can't hire because it's too messy and nothing's ready. You've already got a team member, but things aren't being done the way you would like them to be done. Things aren't being done well. Things are being missed. All of these things are symptoms of a disorganized business. So how do we move through that? without overwhelming ourselves or feeling like we have to burn it all to the ground and start again, because that's not helpful either. So the first recommendation I have is to get yourself a project management tool. You guys know I use and love Asana. We are on the free plan. I use the free plan with all of my clients as well. It is more than robust enough for almost everyone in the online coaching and course creation space. You do not need a fancy, expensive project management tool to make this work for you, but you do need to use one and commit to it. I had a really great conversation with a coaching client earlier this week about setting up her Asana across multiple businesses so that everything lives in there. And when she sits down to work on any given day, her first thought is, Today, I know I am focused on X or my priority for today is Y. I'm going to jump into Asana to see what's on my to-do list. And that's the power of a project management system, first and foremost. It takes all of those things that are swirling around in your head and puts them on paper, which is really important if you want to be able to delegate those tasks at any stage, because your team member is not a mind reader. We're very good at a lot of things. Mind reading is not one of them, unfortunately. So you need to be able to have those tasks written down somewhere so that you could assign them to somebody else in your team. So setting up a project management system in the way that works for you is really important. And then it's creating a habit to use it. Even if you're a team of one right now, it's just you, you're doing the solopreneur life you still can get so much benefit out of using a project management system. It's going to give you a lot more mental space and clarity because you're not remembering everything. You're going to feel much more organized and effective when you sit down to work in your business because you're not looking in a million different places for information. And it's going to set you up really, really well to hire when the time is right. If you already have a team, the benefit is that all tasks live in one place. You've got visibility over the tasks and progress of those tasks in your team. You can see if things are overdue and haven't been done. Your team can also see that. You can assess workload, how much have they got on? Does this feel reasonable? 
all of those things happen inside a project management system. It is really hard to do that in email or Voxer or even Slack. So step one, get yourself a project management platform. The second thing that I would encourage you to do is to start documenting your SOPs. You guys have heard me talk about SOPs many, many times, but they are so, so important to being able to organize and delegate your business. So an SOP, a standard operating procedure, is the step-by-step process that you would take to complete a really specific task in your business. So for example, it might be an SOP around how you upload a blog post, how you publish your podcast, how you respond to customer service emails. It could be how you update your website, how you create graphics in Canva, all of these little tasks that you do in your business. The ultimate goal is that we get to a place where everything has an SOP attached to it. Now, your SOP can take many different forms. It could be written. You could record a Loom video or a screen share video. And there are even tools out there. One of my favorite is called Tango. It is a Google Chrome extension, which screen records you as you work. And then it screenshots and highlights the actual steps you took, the clicks, where you typed, all of those sorts of things, and creates a PDF document essentially, or a a web link you can share of the actual process along with those screenshots. So it's sort of a nice middle ground between recording a video and having a written process. Now, it's important that you do consider your team's work style and learning style when you are documenting your SOPs. So, for example, I know I am much better if you can give me a Loom video explaining your thought process behind why you're doing a task and the way you do a task than if you were to just write me down step by step what to do. Having said that, there are some quick tasks that I do like step by step for. So you've got to sort of play, and this is a great conversation to have with a team member or a potential team member about how they like to learn, how they like work to be briefed in so that you can ensure you're creating most effectively. Now, if you're not too sure where to start, head back and listen to episode 65, where I spoke about how many SOPs you actually need in your business. That is a really great episode to show you like the different places to start in terms of SOPs. And I would also encourage you to head on over and check out our online store for both of these. So both for setting up a project management tool and also SOPs, we have some resources in the vault, our online store to make this easy for you. We have a bunch of Asana templates to help you start using the platform, get better at using the platform. And we also have one for an SOP library. Now it doesn't include all of the SOPs. You need to create those specific to your business, but it gives you a framework and it's going to give you a bunch of ideas of the types of SOPs you need to create as well. So you can check those out at vault.thevirtualchapter.co. The next thing I want you to consider is what is your communication strategy for your team going forward? This is the, the final piece of the organizational puzzle that I see when it comes to, you know, micro businesses, small teams is not having great communication leads to huge breakdown in your team. 
And so again, if you've already got a team, this is a great place to focus your energy. If you feel like your team could be working better, more efficiently, making less mistakes. And if you don't have a team yet, but you're looking at hiring, this is something you want to consider in the hiring process. And it's a conversation you want to have with a potential team member. So you're really, really clear on what communication looks like in your business. So if you've been around here a while, you know, I do not like email. I hate my inbox. I hate working out of my inbox. I don't know why. I feel like it is maybe corporate hangover from a previous life, but email is not efficient for me. If you send me a task in an email, it's not going to happen. And so I'm really upfront with all of my clients around the fact that that we will absolutely be using a project management tool and all tasks, all work to be completed goes into the project management tool. Now, there are some exceptions, obviously, with my hat on as OBM, sometimes I am responsible for putting the tasks in the project management tool. So I might get a voice note from a client who will give me an overview of what they want, and I will take that information and turn it into actionable tasks in Asana. But if you're working with a virtual assistant, that is very much your job as the business owner to be creating those tasks and ensuring they're going into Asana along with the SOP that supports it so your team member is really, really clear on the process. So splitting out your project management and your communication is important. Often we think we can do it all within the same tool and to a certain extent we sometimes can but not always and certainly not efficiently. So I always recommend you have a communication tool and a project management tool. My go-to communication tool at the moment is Slack. If you are just looking at a team of two yourself and say a virtual assistant right now, you can use Slack on the free plan. It's going to give you a combination of voice memo and text messaging. It's got a bunch of integrations, including one with Asana. Essentially, it's a place for you to have those conversations a lot that go along to support the work that you're doing. It doesn't replace briefing a task in Asana. And so it's, it's finding that balance of like, these are the things, you know, if we're asking questions, if we need quick responses, that's what Slack is for versus this is a future task that goes into Asana with a due date. It's assigned to the right person. Being really, really clear on how you want to work and want to communicate with a team member is really important. Things like what days of the week you're actually online. When can a team member expect a response to you? What's your commitment to that turnaround time for, for a response to a message or a question? What are the channels that you want to be using? Are you using Slack? Are you using Voxer? Do you want to use something else? How can they contact you if they need something and vice versa? That clarity, again, we're talking about getting our business organized, our operation organized, that clarity in your communication channels is so incredibly important to building a really effective team relationship because it means that you're not going to go weeks without speaking to each other. It means that if there's any questions, you both know how to get support. And it means that if something does go wrong, you're also really clear about how you're going to lead that conversation. And I think this is the final point I want to touch on today is being a business owner, there's a big shift going from solopreneur to a team leader, to a CEO, to a manager, however you want to refer to yourself. But when you start bringing in team and contractors, you are required to step into a leadership role. And that requires a level of ownership. It requires you to be comfortable having difficult conversations potentially. It requires you to accept accountability and responsibility for your team's performance. 
it's a real difference from when you were doing it as a solopreneur, you're accountable and responsible only to yourself. And if you make a mistake, like you've got no one to blame, it's just you. And sometimes we can kind of get away with brushing them under the carpet because nobody really knew about it or noticed it because it's just us. When we have a team, it goes both ways, right? None of us are perfect, not as team members or as team leaders, but we have to be prepared to step into that leadership and own that communication is such a big part of leadership. It's something that one of my clients, we had this discussion as we came back to work this week, was around the way she showed up in the business last year and feeling like she could be better at it this year and really making that a core focus for the way she showed up to lead the team. She knows she wants to be better at that this year. And I think that's like that's such a, an incredible level of self-awareness and reflection, but also leadership to be able to say, you know what? Yeah, some of the things last year maybe didn't go the way I wanted them to, but I understand I had a role in that as well. And therefore, here's what I'm doing to help change that. So to recap all of this, if you're looking to hire this year or you are navigating maybe some existing challenges with your team member, the first place I would encourage you to look is your business organized. Is it structured? Is it clear? Or are you operating in a place of chaos? Because it is so incredibly hard to delegate a disorganized business to anybody. It doesn't matter whether it's a virtual assistant or an online business manager. And I've worn both hats. I can tell you this from experience. Coming into a disorganized business is incredibly hard. It's really hard to be effective. It's really hard to help that business owner when they're not clear to begin with on what they want. So set yourself up a project management tool or use this as a time to recommit or clean out your project management tool. Document those SOPs. Even if you are doing it all yourself right now, I cannot tell you how impactful documenting your processes will be, both to your own mental clarity, your ability to be creative in your business, reducing your overwhelm, but also setting you up for a future team hire so that you can delegate tasks to them really effectively. And finally, take a really great look at your communication. How can you ensure that you've got systems and platforms set up to communicate and also know the ways in which you're going to communicate? What are your boundaries? What are the things that you are going to step into as a leader in your business so that you can best support your team? As always, I would love to continue this conversation with you. Come on over to Instagram at the virtual chapter and tell me what you took most out of this episode. And if you are looking to hire a team member in 2024, please book in a free discovery call with us right now. We are quickly filling up our books for most of this year. Head on over to the virtualchapter.co forward slash book. And I would love to have a chat with you about how we might be able to support you and your business. I'll see you next time. 